Hey ladies, welcome to Yes and Amen, where we talk about growing in our faith with biblical truths, real life testimonies, and meditating on God's word. Now I'm your host, Priscilla's Pearl Dominguez. Let's get it. Hey guys, uh, I'm so excited. I am really excited because um, today our episode is around dream interpretation and dreams, which is perhaps something that um, you or people in the Christian community maybe don't talk about too often or we talk about it. It's often about Joseph, which is great, uh, but there's just so much more to think about when it comes to this, because just because something seems mysterious or different doesn't mean as Christians we shouldn't go into it. So I have two friends here today that I'm really excited to introduce, which are Ali and Jermaine, um, people that I love, that I admire, um, that are just warriors of Christ and really um, try to live out what the Bible says. It's not, they're just, you know, interpreting what they think or their opinions, but they are really biblical-based people and human beings. Um, And I think that matters when it comes to being able to equip and encourage others Uh, but based on what the word of God says, right? Not necessarily based on other things. So I'm going to share a little bit about them and then we're going to get started in this conversation. So Allie Alexandra, um, who I've known for a few years and and love so much, um, she is Allie for sure. She's an artist, an educator, a proud Panamanian. I wanted to say that super Spanish, but I know it's just Panamanian. (laughs) With a passion for Jesus, people, Woo, and something, something very interesting, cats. She was born in Panama and raised in the Hudson Valley in Austin, New York. Ever since she could remember, she had a passion to create. She started performing at the age of four in church. Adorable. Then in school and finally in, co- in community theaters, she is a graduate of the BFA acting program at Brooklyn College, CUNY, what's up? And a resident artist at the Flea Theater in Tribeca, NYC. She is an educator teaching children all across NYC grades K to five in drama, art, and puppetry. Come on. Ali is also a safe home coordinator at Restore NYC, which aims to stop human trafficking uh, in New York. Check out more about Ali at alexandraslater.com. And if you already know Full Collective, we support Restore NYC. We love Restore NYC. So it's so dope that we get to have a staff member here on our conversation. And our other friend on today's conversation is Jermaine, aka Jay, who I also love and really admire and I'm really grateful for um, his ministry and his leadership. And he is was born in Brooklyn, New York, uh, but raised in Somerset, New Jersey. Jermaine ran track and field all throughout middle school, come on, and high school. While I ran track, I think like one day, so shout out to you. Um, and won the state championship in the mile, uh, in, in the mile his senior year. This led to receiving a full athletic scholarship to attend college at the University of North Carolina, Greensboro. After his junior year, uh, Jermaine transferred to Rutgers University, okay, and graduated with a bachelor's in journalism and media studies. He later attended Uni- Union Theological Seminary, which is here in New York City, where he earned a master's in divinity. I always think like that, that, that sounds so in, like, like, spe- like master's in divinity. I don't know. It's just bad extra. Um, but I love it. He is happily married to his lovely wife, Conscious, and together they have a beautiful two-year-old son named Wise. And yes, he is beautiful and amazing, and I love him. Um, and Jermaine currently teaches an online course called Cultivating Environments for Deliverance and leads a Facebook series called Intercessors Go Live. He is also the author of a 14-day devotional titled Responding to Injustice, which you can find online at Amazon.com. So basically, y'all, we got some real dope people here to talk about something very important within 
um, the Christian faith. And like I said before, that is dreams and dream interpretation. So we're going to get started. Um, our conversation is going to involve questions and then responding based on um, experiences and biblical understanding and biblical truths. Um, and then we're going to close with sharing some testimonies um, and yeah, and sending y'all off with hopefully new information or information that you can now just go uh, go deeper in. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, super grateful to be on this on this podcast with Pre, uh, and I'm just really just looking forward to being a blessing and receiving a blessing. Uh, Ali's pretty dope. Uh, Pre's really dope, and so yeah, this is going to be very fun for me. Um, so thank you, Pre, for um, setting this up and for Jermaine. Jermaine, I'm ready to learn from you. So, <laughs> so I'm super grateful, and I like I'm excited to see whatever God is going to say right now. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I'm in agreement with that. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive right in. Our first question is, what are dreams? Which is a pretty good, big question, but what are dreams and their relation to visions? Um, so the interesting thing about dreams is that there is a, like a scientific definition behind it. Um, and it, 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 the scientific definition explains the neurons and everything that's going on inside of the body, but they don't, they don't explain the root of it. They don't explain where it comes from. Um, they, they can't, they don't explain how you can dream something and it happen in the future. Uh, and I believe that like, that is like off limits to them um, because God has like kept it um, a mystery. God has kept it within the confines of um, what glorifies him. Uh, and so it's, it's, we can, we can, I guess, describe what a dream is from like an experience experiential point but as far as like where it comes from you know what's the origin um that's like a mystery that has been kept from mankind for ages so yeah that may, that makes complete sense that's such a great response because it's realizing that like a lot of things within the in, even the christian faith they are a mystery right the, the bible even talks about several things being a mystery and big um and also even being humble enough to in a way accept that right? And not to feel like, well, I want to know all about it. Perhaps you, you want to, but there's still, there's things that you will not know about it. Um, and so I know dreams are very much related often to visions. It shows different examples in the Bible, and I'm sure even people have experienced that. So what are, what is their relation to visions? So when it comes to dreams and visions or as connections to visions, um, we can say that dreams is like a, like a, like a, like a movie or, or like a scene while we are, are asleep. Um, and a vision is like a movie or a scene while we are awake. We are awake. Um, they they both they both are like closely tied to imaginations. Imagination is something that you would have you, during the daytime. A dream is something that you would have during the nighttime while you're while you're asleep. So that's the connection. Um, just the different times of the day or when your body's awake and when your body's asleep. Yeah, I mean, like if you look at Webster's dictionary. Um, it's a series of thoughts and images and emotions occurring when you sleep. And like what Jermaine said, like scientifically, they, they're able to like track when you're dreaming, but they have, there's no further investigation to prove what is actually happening. Um, and if you think about it, one third of your life, you are actually sleeping. So that means that that is one third of your life that God is speaking to you. And I think a lot of us sometimes are like, I don't hear God. He's not speaking to me in this season. And it might just be that he's actually speaking to you while you are sleeping, but we're just disregarding our dreams. Wow. That's, that's a word. <laughs> that's literally like, I think we forget that, right? That, that is literally in regards to the timeline of the bigger scope of life. Um, yeah. That that's what we're experiencing while we're sleeping. And then even what we were sharing, sharing Jermaine about 
imagination. I don't think I've ever thought connected imagination or or those moments where I'm like off for a moment <laughs> um, to be in relation um, to visions or to dreams or really to anything. It's just a moment that I was like away somewhere, right? But even seeing, right, right, which is, that's what the word is. Um, but not, I just never really connected that. So it's interesting um, to like now bring awareness to that when I'm having those moments, because it's kind of also like a moment of like, not really awareness supposedly, but we can, we can bring awareness to it, right? And perhaps what was happening in that moment. So yeah, that's, that's really um, powerful and important to know. Uh, and, but, and like we were saying, right? Like just how you guys are sharing right now, this is a mystery and things like that it can seem very uh, complicated for, for people. It can be, seem very like disconnected. Like I don't have the capacity to understand this or I'm not a scientist or, you know, I, or I can't um, interpret this correctly. So I feel like some people, um, specifically Christians um, and even myself have found that I feel that it, dreams are so complicated um, that I maybe don't have the capacity to interpret them or I don't know how to understand them and I don't even know where to go. And so I'm grateful for you guys. I know I've texted and reached out to Ali a few times to ask and things like that. And, and I honestly don't even ask y'all how you're interpreting it. I trust you guys. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, sharing my dreams and, you know, trusting your process and your interpretation. But that's something I am curious about. I'm sure people are curious about like, how is such a complicated thing? How can you actually feel the confidence um, or even understanding to really know that you are interpreting um, a dream either correctly, biblically, um, or at all. Um, so I, it first starts off by, by knowing uh, the sender of the dream or where, where the dream is coming from. So our dreams can come from three places. It can come from um, God, of course, you know, first and foremost, you know, God is sending, sending a message from the throne uh, to your life through a dream, right? Uh, dreams can also come from the enemy, like the devil, like demons, uh, where uh, if you are going through a battle with lust, right, and you, you've gotten it down packed while you are awake, and the enemy can't get to you while you are awake, he will send dreams of you having sex with random people, he will send dreams of you having sex with people you shouldn't be having sex with, just to stir up that guilt, that those hormones, those feelings, so when you wake up, it's like, man, I didn't, I know I didn't, I didn't do anything, but I feel guilty right now, I know I didn't, I know I didn't have sex last night, but now my, my emotions are out of whack, like I'm, I'm horny to keep a hundred, right, and what the enemy wants to do when he sends a dream like that is he wants your your the, the emotions and the feelings from the dream to merge with your emotions and feelings throughout the day so it could catch so it can like gain some kind of legitimacy or weight um so like so there's there's dreams from god there's dreams from from the devil from the enemy and then there are dreams of the flesh where if you 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 know you go it's summertime it's marriage season you just went to a gazillion marriages week after week after week and it's like dang i want to be married it wouldn't be a far stretch for you to have a dream about ha getting married where like you've been focusing on this thing you've been you've been idolizing this thing you've been meditating on this thing so much that it shows up um in your dreams um and there's also this dynamic of like okay you watch a horror movie right um movie was crazy you know got you had a lot of uh, suspense in it right you turn off the TV, your emotions, your hormones don't just turn off when you turn off the TV. So you go to sleep with these hormones still elevated, still, these emotions still elevated, and they create a dream for you. So that was like that would be like a fleshly dream. So it's it it can be complicated when you don't know the the source or where the dream is coming from. Um, and I, the best way to really sift through that is to check how you feel when you wake up. Um, ultimately, uh, we know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, right? So in the event that you have a dream. And you wake up like 
oh snap, like that felt real. And your heart is beating, your heart is pumping, right? We know that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So that dream would not be, I would say it's highly unlikely that that dream was from God. Um, even in the, the, the most horrendous, most terrifying, most horrible dream that God will ever, ever send you, when you wake up, you don't, you don't feel terrified. You feel like, okay, I need to act on something. Like that was a warning. Like, no, I need to act. I need to do, I need to get out of this relationship. I need to leave this job. I need to leave this house. I need, I need, to, I need to do something. You don't feel fearful um, because God has not given us a spirit of fear. Um, so really just like, really like checking where the dream, um, how, how you feel when you wake up and remembering it too, super important, how you feel when you wake up um, to, 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 to like distinguish where is it from? Is this a demonic attack or is this God trying to say something to me? Or is it just me who just watched um, Stranger Things all in one night, <laughs> binge watch Stranger Things? Is this me dreaming about the Demogorgon, right? Is it just me like that, I, that did that, right? Um, so there's that. Uh, uh, checking where the dream is from. And then um, in terms of interpreting the dream, um, so the same voice that tells you, yo, you probably shouldn't text this dude back. Or the same voice that tells you like, yo, you should, probably, you should probably not be going over to this girl's house late at night. Or you should probably forgive this person. Or you know what, you probably shouldn't do that. That same uh, small uh, calming voice is the same small calming voice that interprets the dream for you. Um, it's the Holy Spirit. So um, there's, a, there's a slew of gifts, spiritual gifts. They are all um, orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, amen. Yeah, it's so interesting because that's what I was, uh, when you were talking, all I could think of is, is the spiritual gift of discernment, right? Of discerning and distinguishing um, of spirits, right? So I, I, don't, I don't think personally for me, like I've ever even considered that when it comes to dreams. I consider that when it comes to life decisions and everyday things, but even like when I wake up, because I do like sometimes I wake up like I'm physically tired, like tired, because um, I was like running in my dream or whatever, or I was falling, um, or I am fearful or things like that. Or I'm worried, so it's even like, and, and honestly, oftentimes I try to like suppress or forget that feeling because it's like it's the start of my day. I don't want to feel this way, so in a way, I kind of move on from it quickly. Um, when really it's just like actually a moment God is inviting me uh, to interpret, right, to distinguish what actually I experienced or what that was. Um, so I think that's really helpful to know that it could be coming from three different places. Uh, and even like that, we don't have to do it alone. Like I said, like even having, if you have friendships um, of people that do interpret or have access to certain like gifts or certain things, connecting with people, right? Because even ourselves, because it was our dream and what we experienced, it might be a lot to handle and take in. Uh, and so that's why where like community comes in and being wise, right? With who we're sharing these things from and who we're listening um, to when it comes to these things. Uh, and you shared a little bit about dream interpretation um, and actually what that looks like. And so Ali, if you can also share like anything that in relation to that, like um, how Christians can interpret their dreams when it actually comes to like things in their dreams, right? Cause we can first distinguish what, where it came from but then it's like, where, what are, what does this thing mean? Or how, like, how do we distinguish or determine the actual things that are happening in the dream? Um, how is that then interpreted? What would Jermaine was saying a lot about dif discerning where those three different places, those dreams could be coming from. Um, and I think, I don't know if you've heard this before, but I've heard that like interpreting dreams is its own like spiritual gift, that it's like interpretation of tongues in a way, because dreams are a language. So in order for us to determine like what is what is saying in this dream we need to know god's word 
Um, and if there's one thing, please, if there's one thing that you are going to take away from this podcast, it is stop looking up what your dream means on Google. Just stop. Stop. Stop looking up your dreams on Google. Just stop. Because something that God might be trying to communicate to you is going to be so twisted and distorted and you are going to end up with something that is not what he's saying at all. Um, and for my Google people, because I, I, I'll admit it, I do it sometimes. There might be some, there might be a symbol in a dream that I don't understand, like uh, a, a lion. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, depending on the dream. But looking at what the Bible has to say about a lion, what does the Bible have to say? Like looking at God's word will help you to determine your dream. Um, and in determining your dream, you can ask God, Lord, give me wisdom. You know, James 1, 5 says that we can ask him for wisdom and he will give it to us. Or God, I really need to discern what the different parts of this dream in the first Corinthians 14 says that we can ask him for those things. Um, so when it comes to your dreams, I will say this though. I think sometimes we get into the habit of just remembering a chunk of our dream. And if you think about it, that's just maybe a paragraph out of an essay that God is trying to tell you. Um, so it, to your best ability, when you wake up in the morning, and this is kind of like a little ritual that I have for myself, I give myself five minutes in the morning to just remember what exactly happened at night. And then I just write it down in its like most simplest form. And then from there, I start going by like, okay, what, what symbols were in this dream? Was this dream, uh, what colors were around in this dream? Um, what animals, God uses a lot of animals sometimes. Um, and sometimes God uses specific things regarding who we are. Like, I know Pri, you don't like cats, but I, the Lord gave me a love for the felines and he puts cats in my dreams sometimes. And, and to me, like, I know that that's something specific to me. I, I, that's something that I love. So anytime cats are in my dreams, I just know, oh, there's something revolving around my desires or something revolving around my heart. Um, so, yeah. Wow, I think um, that that first thing in the morning tip that you just gave is so powerful because I know for me, like even just people that I've talked to, like um, even sometimes I've told you, I was like, girl, I forgot half of it or I forgot most of it, right? And honestly, I, I even like in, in looking back at it now and like discerning now, it's it even seems like it was like the enemy wanting me to forget, right? Like, like yeah, I know she's not going to even like try to go deeper. Like, I know she's not going to write this down. So I'm literally like when I tell you within the first half hour of being awake in my day, I likely forget my dream. Um, but I know that it was like if it was a nightmare, if it was traumatizing or it was bad, I know it was that. I just can't remember what it was. And and in some ways, like it kind of um, and this is why I think this conversation is so important, because I think it affects so much of like my life and my day and my uh, sanity and my mental health and my, self, and my self-care and my relationships, my connection with God, like it affects so many things because honestly, sometimes I'm even like, I don't even want to like go to sleep or like I, um, you know, I'm, like stress something might come up. So it's so important to like have these things that can help us discern, have these things that help us really know the truth. Cause like you said, Google, oh my God, like I've never Googled a dream cause I didn't want, I think Google can be a, you know, it could be a wormhole. Um, <laughs> but I know a lot of people that do, or there's, I believe there's like apps that exist that like interpret things for people and things like that. So it was some point that you were saying like going to the word of God. 
um and you know we're on different paths in our journey some people got like the whole thing memorized some people got John 3.16 memorized only, right? Like, it's okay. We're, we're all in different places in regards to knowing the word of God memorization. But that's where actually, I would say, actually, we can use Google, right? Like, don't, don't Google your dream. Google what the Bible says about the thing in your dream, right? Like, so yes, still use the resources that exist in the world, but using them wisely and using them, um, yeah, with discernment and with, um, with just intentionality versus just trying to like, because I think the Google thing is also a very like, modern idea of like a quick and I want a quick answer to my dream because that's where we live in we, we live in a world that we just want a quick answer to something I'm like something perhaps like that so complex and mysterious requires a little bit more conversation prayer interpretation community talking with God right like it's not necessarily and it could be maybe simple and it could be a quick interpretation thing but knowing to that um, even acknowledging that and within ourselves that we want quick responses which is why we go to those quick kind of ways um and you know obviously there's other things too that uh, in, in supposedly interpret dreams that are not um biblical and it all very much seems like quick fixes versus like god's actual answer <laughs> to what he's trying to share with you or um what he's trying to show you that the enemy is trying to do or share with you because um it's interpretation of all those different kinds of things um so yeah, and you already mentioned, Ali, like a scripture in regards to like wisdom and seeking out wisdom. Are there other scriptures in the Bible, either where you can answer um, in relation to dreams or in dream interpretation? Like I said earlier, a lot of us know the story of Joseph, the cartoon movie that's super cute, but like knowing two more, like what are some other scriptures that talk about dreams? I would want to highlight Joel, Joel uh, chapter two, verse 28, 29, where uh, it's prophesied that that uh, it will come to pass that uh that Jesus uh, required his spirit on our flesh and our sons and daughters uh, shall prophesy. Our, our, our old men shall dream dreams and our young men shall see visions. Um, and so I, I, I like highlighting this, this dynamic because sometimes people feel like, oh, I'm not a dreamer or I don't dream or that's not one of my gifts or that's not something I do. Uh, but in this particular passage, God is saying like, no, nah, I'm gonna pour it out. Um, like I'm gonna do this. So. Uh, for God to do this, and we have we have testimonies of people who have you know who get dreams um, for God to do this, and then for you to I isolate yourself from that, it's not biblically accurate. Um, and so I believe that because when we are sleeping, right, we are not in a place to uh, reject or deny what God is saying. God, God, sometimes God waits until we are sleeping to give, to give us a revelation or God waits until we're sleeping to download something or to show us something, you know, we're in different circles of friends and this friend keeps on coming up with these red flags and we're still, you know, shucking and jiving with them or we'll still, we still keep keying with them. Right. And God is like, that's not really who I want you in your circle. And you're not really hearing me. Let me wait till you go to sleep to show you <laughs> something about this friend. Um, just one of the ways in which, you know, like, like, like I said, when God is showing us something and we're not really like yielding to it, uh, he'll wait to we sleep to give us uh, a revelation about it. And that's everybody. That's not just dreamers. Amen. And I love that because all I hear when you were talking is God's grace. That he's like, oh, you know, I told you this in this way. And I told you this here. And I told you this through this person. And it seems to not be <laughs> downloading. So I'm going to have you in a place that really is, I would say, more vulnerable, right? We kind of don't have control in that capacity when we're sleeping, that I'm going to communicate in this way to you. So even just showing that God's grace of like really wanting to get certain messages to us and him being um, graceful in how he will 
really pursue us and continuously try to do it um, until we truly are in a space to listen. Um, and even like how you were saying the, that we are all dreamers, right? I think that's such an important thing to acknowledge and know because um, I think when we see certain stories or certain people, whether in the Bible or in our life, we'll be like, oh, that's their experience or that's them, but that's not me. Um, and that's just limiting. That's first limiting God and what he can do with us and through us. And that's just also limiting ourselves and saying that's that person's story, experience or testimony. It's not, um, it, it can't be mine. We're really literally blocking that blessing that it can be mine or block, blocking the fruition of that gift coming to life. Um, and so te- even speaking of testimonies, uh, I know both of you communicate with people or know that people can like, people know they can, they can reach out to you for either interpretation um, or, you know, just wisdom around these different things. Do you guys have like any testimonies around that, whether it's been your own personal experience or someone's testimony story of a dream interpretation and even what that came to be, maybe something they learned, they discovered a revelation that came to pass um, or anything like that? I recently read two dreams and let's emphasize on like, believers and non-believers can dream dreams. And for you to read a dream for someone that is a non-believer, that is a way for you to witness about how good Jesus is. Um, so the thought of only Christians, you know, access, no, all of us can, and God is always speaking. Um, so for a friend who she, she's a believer, um, had a, this like saga dream. And I, asked her to like, you know, write it down and to have it just, it was like a movie dream, which those are good. Those are good. But there are so many things in it. And when we broke it down, God was clearly mapping out her next steps, revolving her relationship, revolving um, her job, revolving her family and revolving the purpose and the plan that he has for her, that she has been rejecting. Um, So it, this long dream with all these different symbols and sitting there with her for about an hour and just talking through the dream and then giving scripture. The other thing is sometimes God will just give you a scripture. I might not even know it. I'll just like look it up and then God will be like, it, it just directly relates to her dream. So something that she was praying about saying, God, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Um, I don't hear your voice. I'm in a season where um, there's just, it doesn't look like there's a way out in any area of my life. In every single area of her life, he mapped out the way that she, which she should walk. Um, versus I had another friend who is not a believer, but God was clearly speaking to this person, revolving a relationship that they needed to get out of immediately. Um, and he wasn't using in the dream the person that the, 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 the individual was in a relationship with, but he was using an animal to describe um, this and like what the effect it was basically like a warning dream like if you don't get out of this this will be your life and the person wasn't scared when they woke up from the dream but they were like I something doesn't feel right like I have no peace right now and I was like yeah that's God that is God giving you a way out and revealing something to you and how blessed are you so God is speaking to you boo boo he's speaking to you and it was, it was great because like I, it opened up a door to talk about God and talk about Jesus and like how like it, this, we serve a supernatural God. So the fact that the church doesn't want to go there, we'll go there. We will go there. We are the church. We will go there. Amen. Yeah, I will say my testimony involves myself. So I went to, I went to Rutgers University um, 
graduated with a degree in journalism and media studies. And so this is like the news broadcast industry and the news broadcast industry, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. So even though you can go on and get your master's in journalism and media studies or get your doctor's in journalism and media studies, if you don't know anybody, it's useless, right? So I'm like, well, I'm done with school. You know, I got my bachelor's in journalism and media studies right out the gate. I got a job at WABC Eyewitness News. Uh, God blessed me with that job. And so like, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, no, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick to this. And I'm gonna get to ESPN. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be an anchor. I'm gonna talk about sports because I love sports. And that's just gonna be my life, right? I'm at this job and I keep on having dreams about being in being in a class and missing a test. Or like running to a classroom um, late for a test. <clears throat> or being in a dream where I'm walking around and it's like, man, I feel like I missed the test. And I don't know, I, I don't know what's going on. And I will wake up and I'm like, why am I keep dreaming about tests and I'm not in school? Like what is going on? And I would like brush it off, but they would just be like bat to bat, bat to bat. And this went on for years, right? <clears throat> While this was going on, I'm, I'm at WABC, but I'm not fulfilled. Uh, it's just not my, like my gifts aren't really applicable there. And it's just like, really just like tormenting. Cause it's like, okay, I know God blessed me with this job, but I don't feel fulfilled here. And I don't know what's going on. So uh, I went on a a 14 day fast, kind of just to sift through my thoughts, my emotions, my feelings, and what the Holy Spirit was saying. Um, excuse me. And that led me to, lead, to leaving my job, um, putting in my two weeks notice, leaving my job. But it wasn't until like, <laughs> it wasn't until three years later, no, that was 2015. It wasn't until two years later that I came back around to these dreams I keep having about being in school. And I finally like yields to them, like, okay, God, what are you showing? He's like, yeah, I want you to be in school. Like, I want you to go back to school. And like, at the time when he was showing me this initially, I'm like, well, you don't need, you don't need a master's degree for this industry. You don't need a, a, a doctorate degree for this. So school is done with, right? After I leave and he brings this back around to me again, I'm like, okay, this is what you've been saying the whole time. All right. And I yield to it and that leads me to seminary school. Um, and so I, I, I started attending Union Theological Seminary School and I just graduated this past March. Um, and so that is how uh, God has been using, using dreams in my life um, had it not been for the dream, I wouldn't, there's a lot of things that would not happen. Um, I would not be, I would not have went to school, would not be in New York City, would not have met Pre and Ali. It just would not happen. And so, yeah. Amen. I love that because it's also, well, congratulations. Yes, graduate. And to all the graduates that unfortunately it was a different kind of graduation this year, but fortunately it still got to happen for many people. Um, but even, uh, you know, your patience well, God's patience, but all, even also your patience and really um, and obedience, right? And to really trying to figure this out and um, acknowledge. I think sometimes when, where when we are in a in a blessing of God, we we literally will um, disregard anything else He's moving us towards because we're like, no, well, God gave me this, like I'm supposed to stay here. I'm like, yeah, but maybe He gave it to you for right now, right? Like it's not necessarily forever and things like that. So I think it's even such an important thing. Uh, when it comes to that kind of, you know, interpretation uh, and praise God for that praise, cause you know, even just like the things that you've been able to develop and in the process of it uh, and that God was graceful and loving enough to even just bring it back to you again. Um, and so, yeah, thank you guys for sharing those testimonies testimony. I mean, for me, testimonies always encourage me, um, always equip me, remind me uh, that God has done things in people's lives just as he's done it in mine. But Sometimes we always need encouragement to hear from other people, especially if we haven't had the same experience. Um, Cause then we are also just reminded how God really is in everything 
and can do anything, <laughs> right? Like he is not, um, it's not just, oh yeah, he can bless me in this and this and that, but like, wow, he can reach anyone everywhere. Um, even to what you were saying, Ali, to, you know, people that maybe don't profess Jesus as savior right now, like we can meet them there and, and that can be a way to minister to people. Um, and all, and all Christians are equipped to do that, right? It's not specific ones. We are all called to witness, um, go and make um, disciples of all nations. And so, yeah, I'm grateful for you guys for this time that we got to talk about this. Um, I know we could talk about this for hours um, and really, and maybe we'll have a part two, um, but this is really, I think just a fruitful, fruitful information, fruitful um, education, right? To just be able to live, continue to grow in our faith and live in a way of more awareness, live in a way of more awareness of God, of, of his grace, of the enemy, of what he's trying to do, and of ourselves, and what our flesh is kind of like trying to communicate to us or come at us with, uh, and really just be be living in a, in the present, and, and even acknowledge the things that we perhaps pass along quickly, like our daydreams, or suppress, um, like uh, nightmares, things like that, like all of it is matters and all of it is things that we need to be paying attention to and we get to pay attention to um so yeah thank you again both for your time for um just in, being in, in this conversation and um yeah like we learned y'all don't go to google <laughs> you know go to your friends you we can all have access to those gifts there are scriptures um in joel in genesis uh, and there's just so much more to dive deep and so this is really just an opportunity for y'all to um, develop some sort of spirit of curiosity to go deeper into this and, and go to the scriptures that we mentioned, right? Go deeper into everything that we shared because this is just based on based, you know, our interpretation and experiences, but there's so much more to know. Um, and that's what the, the, the journey of growing in faith is, to not um, be stagnant and not stay where we are, but always knowing that there's always more to know, even if it's mysterious. So thank you guys. I appreciate your time. Um, go keep interpreting these dreams out here for these saints in these streets. <laughs> Ladies, I pray that conversation blessed you and that you're able to apply some things you heard or learned to your continued growth on your faith journey. Share any thoughts or testimonies you have by leaving us a review and make sure you subscribe. Meet us here next week for another episode of Yas and Amen. And if you don't already, follow us on Instagram at The Full Garden to learn more about our growing community.